Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome. This is Wendy B. And I'm a life coach, and it excites me to be a life coach. And I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. What makes them extraordinary is sometimes the adversity they have lived through and who they've become regardless of the circumstances. Sometimes it's little acts of kindness. They bestow on people one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, to really inquire into things and to thought provoke, to cause people to alter their thinking, alter their thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise. And living from that possible altered view, create a new future for oneself, a new future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your views your old views, this could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. Isn't that what we really want to do is make a difference? I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women, 50 to 110, fulfill their dreams. I want people to experience being excited about their life. This podcast is to inspire and motivate us right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or you resigned that they could never happen, regardless of age, regardless of your circumstances. I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom is having freedom and power. When our circumstances are yuck, this podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? I was talking about in our earlier podcast how um, when we react uh, to feedback and Uh, when we don't like what someone has said when we've asked for feedback and the impact. And I wasn't willing to uh, sell out on this person and um, continue without looking at the impact. And and I was taking a risk because uh, she didn't like my first feedback. She might not like this. And... um, And because I wasn't willing to sell out on her, a miracle occurred and I asked her some questions. So, um, and this is the question I asked. So I I asked her a question, can you ask for feedback and be with the feedback without making people wrong for that feedback? Can you take the gold from the feedback 
and let the other stuff go. And I invite us all to look at that. We ask for feedback and, and then we get annoyed at the feedback, right? And I said, in Al-Anon, it says, take what you like and leave the rest. And she is also a member of that, so I knew she'd understand that. If not, we may not be able to have these calls. I let her know. If I ask you for feedback, which I did not, by the way, then I need to look at my reactions to that feedback. What am I making up about you? What did I make up about me? What can't I be with? My experience is the source of my suffering at any time is when I am making it mean something about me. And I asked her, where's the first time I experienced or you experienced that emotion? You know, um, what did you make that mean about you and about it? It's a real young age conversation. Can you let go and create newly a new possible way of being? If not, why not? Whatever we resist persists. When I resist, and I and I, I told her this, when I resist my brother being the way he is, he reacts by resisting me and getting worse. <laughs> I had a big breakthrough about this last week. I share with her partially by listening to her sharing her experience with her sister and then really looking at what am I committed to and what actions could I take to fulfill that commitment regardless of my thoughts and feelings? Thoughts and feelings are who I am. I have them and they are not who I am. Otherwise, I would be all over the board and I am all over the board sometimes. And I shared this little story I had about one of my daughters when she was six and she came home just devastated because someone had called her a bastard because I wasn't married and living with her dad. And I was pretty upset <laughs> with this parent who had given that judgment to their children so they could spread it to my children. Regardless, um, my daughter was really upset. So I calmed her down and told, and, and she was doing this in the store with customers. And I just thought, well, people, what people think of me is none of my business. So I calmed my daughter down and told her how much I loved her and asked her, what did she make the statement she was a bastard mean about her? And she said she wasn't lovable and nobody would love her and started crying all over again. So I, I said, I got that, honey. Let's look at that you feel nobody loves you correct nobody could have you love you is that correct and she, and she was wailing and crying and said uh, and then I said does mommy love you and she's hiccuping and crying and she says yes and I says does Jesus and God love you and she said yeah and I said does grandma love me and she said yeah and I said does your daddy love you regardless if we're married or not and she said yeah and, um, and I gave her this huge list, aunts and uncles and friends. She said yes to all those questions. So you feel nobody loves you. And the truth is you're very loved. So I said, we can have feelings and they are not true, correct? And my daughter said yes. So some words triggered emotion and the emotion was not a true statement of what was so. That's why if I'm stuck with an emotion, and I shared with her, and, and making someone responsible for that emotion in me, 
I go to someone who is trained in looking at what's so, so I can fulfill on what I'm committed to rather than being right about my feelings. My experience as human beings, we can be so right that we don't fulfill on what we're committed to. I am practicing and training myself to check in when I'm feeling I have to make someone responsible for me. And I said, love you, have an awesome week. And you know, she got back and, and uh, she said, thank you for your thoughtful email. And, um, and she really liked the story about my daughter. And she, and she is now looking at when she asked for feedback, and she was so honest, and I love this, is uh, she already has the feedback answer in her own mind, and she wants to hear the feedback that she wants to already hear. If, and if she's enthusiastic about something, she wants to hear enthusiasm back. If I'm brilliant about something, I want them to acknowledge that. I kind of want people to respond the way I want them to. It was so beautiful that she wrote this. And most of the time, I do not get the type of feedback I want from other people. Often, I'm left with a feeling of someone throwing a wet or dirty blanket over me on my enthusiasm, my dreams, and my goals. Other times, it's the feelings of them simply not getting me. I've been looking at this all week because it happens so often and I wanted to be free of this. If possible, to me, it's like continuing to going to the hardware store for, to buy bread and being upset that there is no bread at the hardware store. Not only that, at the hardware store, I get a very nasty clerk who tells me off, then blames me, hence the hurt feelings. And I feel very powerless, embarrassed, stupid, and ashamed for the clerk. Because in my opinion, she went off the deep end and was being very inappropriate when all I wanted to do was get a loaf of bread. I would have gladly shared that loaf of bread with her. Then I feel guilty that I could not help or control the clerk in any way. Instead, I am left with chaos, remorse, and bad feelings in general, and still feeling very powerless over the situation. Perhaps that is one reason I am not taking full responsibility. This morning, however, I've been chanting the serenity prayer over and over again, wanting to get untangled. The child part of me feels helpless. The adult part of me feels distressed. I wish things were different, and they aren't. So yes, I ask for feedback, but expect the feedback to be a certain way. And because it is not a certain way, I go back into this feeling of hopelessness. I see it as a circus, a merry-go-round. The merry-go-round is spinning round and round, and I can't get off. I can't get off because it never freaking stops. I can see clown faces taunting me as I spin around and around. It's insanity. It's crazy. So, Wendy, this is what I see. I will continue to pray about this, and hopefully God will help me to set free of the merry-go-round once and for all. Most likely, I will be free of it in bits and pieces, and then go back on the merry-go-round. Then get off. Then get back on until I learn to take complete and full responsibility for me. And then in brackets, wow, I see energetically I am taking responsibility for my sister, more for myself. It appears... She is like a vampire spirit demanding that of me, yet I know she is responsible for her and I'm responsible for me. So what I think happened was I was triggered by our call and now I see what it really is about. That is why there is so much freaking pain in it. Honestly, by now this is... 
that I see this, I'm going to step it up for myself and take 100% responsibility. I release my sister in God's hands. I'm not her savior. I can't change her. I can't control her. I didn't cause it. Those are the three C's from Al-Anon. I don't like it either, and I still don't know how to deal with it completely, but one day at a time, it's crazy how I'm still affected by other people, even people being so freaking abusive toward me and then blaming me that I'm the problem. I think I'm affected because I love the person and I wish I could help them. I wish they were there for me the way I want them to be. Then I go back to the feeling of complete hopelessness, age five, that I can't do anything about it. The truth is, I am powerless about the situation. Yet in that powerlessness, letting it go to my higher power, I have power. Thank you for reading this, Wendy. I didn't realize this was about so much. I didn't realize this was about so much. All I can say is, I wish I would never have to go through this because it is so painful. I am open to getting that help. I need to help myself. I will look into some type of support group. Perhaps there is a meeting somewhere dealing with borderline personality disorder. Otherwise, I can do a few stints of Al-Anon again. My apologies to you about transferring that stuff on our call. I didn't realize, and I wasn't aware, back in the five-year-old. Now I am more aware. Hopefully, we can move forward. And I just let her know. I said, wow, did you do a lot of work. Thank you for taking responsibility for what you did. And yes, let's move forward. I love you. And it does take courage to look at oneself. I always think I've done something wrong. I'm not smart enough, lovable enough, knowledgeable enough. It really is young age. I have frequently put my head in the sand like an ostrich, hoping it will go away. And there's a high cost. And then if I react, another high cost. Every time I react, it's not the situation. It's from something from my past. It's never ending and it's exciting because the more I recognize it and I don't resist, the freer I become. I'm starting to enjoy the journey and not resist. Remember, we whatever we resist persists. I find Landmark really works for me to keep digging, even though it makes me very uncomfortable at times. I guess I have to have pain before I learn, wish it were different. When things are going great, I don't look at it only when I'm suffering. I only look at it when, I, what would I say? When things are going great, I don't look. It's only when I'm suffering. So good work. Also, there is a new Al-Anon meeting on Wednesday evening at 7.30 to 8.30. Um, and I believe uh, it is, uh, it, it's an adult children of alcoholics. And it, it will help you immensely. Give it a try. Love, Wendy. So I am so glad that I stood up for myself, that I uh, slowly uh, uh, did what I needed to do. And then um, from that, I, uh, I actually made a difference. And, you know, if I had a bot at any time, the conversation, I can't make that difference. What's the use? Um, I wouldn't have been able to impact this beautiful uh, person to start taking full responsibility for herself and take full responsibility for myself like she triggered what's the use in me by sending me this email and blaming me and sending me this video uh, it made me feel terrible but I thought 
what's making me feel terrible? It's not um, the it 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 it, it was. It was, yes, the video I watched, if she could think that of me, but it was like, where do I sell out when people say things? She was hurting. And when I focused on, you know, I can make the difference and how do I need to be? What am I committed to? And what actions could I take? And what kind of email? I had to really pray on it. I couldn't answer right away. It took me a couple of days to compose the email so that I could make the difference. And even, I just want to leave you in, even if I couldn't have made that difference, like maybe she reacted again, I stood up. I didn't have to react. I stood up and um, said what I needed to say from my inner strength, knowing that she, it may not make a difference in that moment, but it, it would leave thought provoke enough and it would eventually leave the difference. It would make that, whether she admitted it or not, I guess what I'm trying to say is whether she admitted it or not, and fortunately for me she did, is that I was making a difference. So we're exploring how to thrive, whether we are 10 or 110 and beyond. And what new action could you take right now that could make a difference? And, um, you know, have you had situations where someone has blamed you? And if you could give up being right about them blaming you and, and, um, and come from this question, what are you committed to? And if you want to make that difference with them and start, and then, you know, asking that question, what are you committed to? And start taking new actions from that commitment. So what are your habitual patterns that have you not thrived? When someone blames you, do you react back? Do you avoid them? Do you just not address it? Or, you know, you know, what difference could you make if you prayed on it, if you believe in prayer, gave it a few days, and then answered them back? And, and when you answer back, always focus on, um, the difference you're making, uh, what are you, tr what's the difference you're trying to make? And so if you focus on that rather than reacting to their, uh, uh, thought provoking, <laughs> um, emails, uh, you could actually make a difference. So, <clears throat> you know, what are your habitual patterns that have you not thrive and what areas in your life do you want to be more effective? What actions could you take towards that? What areas do you want to thrive in? Well, what did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on? When you get had in lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? Remember, with an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. Tell me about how you thrive. I'd love to hear from you. This is Wendy B. Email me at Wendy B and then the symbol at thriving at 60.com. I'd love to hear from you. Um, if you want to hear my other podcasts, down, uh, download them. Go to my website. Keep thriving. Thank you for listening to thriving at 60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B at thriving at 60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thriving at 60.com.